1: And welcome to Land Grant Holy Land Uncut. My name is Matt Tamanini. On this podcast, we bring you uncut audio from press conferences and interview sessions with Ohio State players, coaches, and sometimes various and sundry other figures from the sporting world. On today's episode, we hear from OSU quarterback Justin Fields, linebacker Justin Hilliard, wide receiver Chris Olave, and head coach Ryan Day following the Buckeyes' 49-27 victory over the Rutgers Scarlet Knights on Saturday night. Before we get into that audio, if you are finding this episode on our website, landgrantholyland.com, make sure that you subscribe wherever you get your podcasts so that you can get all of the unique, varied perspectives that you will only hear from LandGrant Holy Land. We are giving you a different podcast episode every single day of the Ohio State season, Monday through Sunday, with voices and focuses that you won't hear anywhere else in the Buckeye podcasting universe, for better or for worse. So, now with all of that out of the way, here's Ohio State quarterback... Justin Fields. You're joining us,
2: uh, we will start the questioning with Clay Hall from WSYX. Clay.
1: Hey,
2: congratulations, uh, Justin. It, it seems by now that the synergy
3: you have with Alave and Wilson is really the thing that this uh, offense hangs their hat on. Uh, do you agree, and, and uh, is that enough to carry you this season, or do you think the run game is there as well?
4: Um, I mean, yeah, those guys are both great receivers, but, you know, I don't think we're at our peak right now. I don't think we've uh, reached our full potential. So, uh, of course, we're going to continue to get better each and every week. So, you know, I I just hope we we do that, and hopefully that will be enough.
2: All righty, we'll go next to Stephen Means from Cleveland.com. Stephen.
3: Hey, Justin, you had a couple balls where you kind of threw it in some tight tight windows, or maybe you threw it a little later, but it was still a accurate and on no point. Can you talk about specifically that, the one touchdown that to Chris Olave in the corner where, he's, where you're rolling out right and he's kind of coming along with you and what you saw there?
4: Uh, Yeah, that was just a naked play. I mean, you know, just it, it worked out kind of like a, a scramble drill. So, I mean, we just work on it in practice, and it, and it just happened like like that in the game. So, you know, we, we try to practice how we play, and, that's how it turned out.
3: Any reason you waited so long, maybe, to
2: throw it? All right, we'll go next to Austin Ward from Letterman Monroe. Austin. Justin, when you say that, that you guys don't think that you're operating at your peak, uh, where would you like to see this offense get better?
4: I mean, I, I think we can get better in, in all aspects, to be honest with you. I mean, you know, that, that's, that's what the film's for, so we're just going to watch the film on tonight and I'll come tomorrow and see what aspects we, we need to improve on.
2: Okay, we'll go on next to Bill Rabinowitz from the Columbus Dispatch.
5: Bill. Yes, Justin. It looks like the passing game, the timing and the routes are becoming more sophisticated. Or maybe you just have so much time to go through all your progressions. Is the passing game becoming more advanced?
4: Um... I feel like that's a question for Coach Day. I mean, I think we have a few new concepts, but I wouldn't say it's more advanced. I think our coaches do a great job teaching it to us, so we understand it clearly and we're we're able to run it like we've been running it for a long time. So I wouldn't necessarily call it more advanced or, you know, less advanced or, or whatever you're trying to get up, to be honest with you.
2: Okay, next up, Dan Hope from 11 Warriors. Dan. Hey Justin,
3: what do you feel like are the biggest ways that you're playing better right now through pre-games than you were last season?
4: Um, all aspects, to be honest with you. I, I can't really point out a few. I'm just trying to, you know, play the best I can. Um, I feel like uh, I'm, I'm just trying to, you know, just just do it out there and, 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 and do my best, to be honest with you, but I'm not sure, you know, what specific things I'm doing better at. I'm just trying to improve in, in, in all aspects of the game.
2: Okay, next up, Nathan Baird, Cleveland.com. Nathan.
4: Nathan, you're muted. You hear me now? Yeah, we, I can hear you. Okay, you're uh,
6: Justin, you guys got a boost from DeMario there, just a couple plays. Um, he hasn't had a lot of opportunity to participate on offense. Just what can he bring to this offense if he were able to get more of an opportunity?
4: Yeah, Demario. He's a he's a great player. He's a dynamic player. He can play in the slot. He can play running back. So I mean, you know, he's just a great uh, all around player. And, and, and the thing about him is, is, is he's a you know a huge leader for our team. You know, I think he does a great job leading the guys in the receiver room. So you know, he's a he's a big help and he's he's very dynamic. So I feel like we can use him in a multitude of ways.
2: All right, got time for just a couple more. Tony Gerdeman, Buckeye scoop. Tony, you're up.
4: Austin, did you expect to play this late into the game? To be honest, no, I did not. And I, I don't think anybody did, to be honest with you. But, um, you know, I, I think we let up too many points in the in the second half. And Coach David was just talking about that. So uh, what, what we need to focus on is, is just, just playing the second half better and, you know, kind of finishing teams off. That, that's what we need to get better at.
2: All right, we'll go next to Patrick Murphy from 24-7 Sports. Patrick. Justin, we've talked to you about Garrett a lot, but three straight
3: games over 100 yards receiving. What is he doing that, that has elevated his game this year to make him this receiver?
4: I mean, he's doing what he's always done, and that's just ball out. I mean, from the second he got here at Ohio State, he's been balling out. Uh, the first spring he came in, I remember he was making crazy plays. So, uh, you know, the coaches saw his potential. I mean, I, I know the players saw what he could do on the field. I mean, he does it all the time in practice. So y'all are just seeing what, what he does um, all the time.
2: All right, and last question for Justin. We'll go to Spencer Holbrook, Letterman Row, Spencer. Justin, how much better are you right now than you were week one? Um,
4: I'm not. I don't. I don't like know how much better. I don't feel me. I, I don't know how to put a, like a number on it. But I feel like I've improved. Um, you know, and like I said before, we're we're going to continue to improve each and every week. But I don't know how to like a- answer your question, like number wise, like how much better I've gotten. I'm, I'm not sure. I'm just trying to, you know win every game and and go out there and do the best I can. So that's my job.
2: All right, Justin, thank you very much. Uh,
4: Appreciate the time and, and great job tonight. Thank you. Appreciate it.
1: Next at the virtual podium is linebacker Justin Hilliard.
2: Joined now by Justin Hilliard. Justin, thank you for uh, taking the time. Absolutely. We'll start the questioning with um, Stephen Means from cleveland.com. Stephen. Hey, Justin, you finally got a chance to get out there on the field after
3: everything that happened in the last two weeks and you were able to make some plays. Just talk about that fourth fumble that you were able to do just being able to be out there.
7: Yeah, this whole offseason has been the focus is just, you know, keep getting better because I know this is my last shot at playing. So, being out there today means so much just because I know the last couple of weeks haven't gone exactly how I wanted to go. But, I mean, overall we got a lot to work on, but it was it was great to be back out there.
2: All right, next up we'll go to Austin Ward from Letterman Row. Austin. Hey, Justin. Uh, <coughs> Justin Fields was just up there talking about how the message in the locker room was to finish. I mean, can you describe what it was like to play in the second half where the game was really never in doubt? I don't know if it was you guys checked out or know what it was like just to get through that when you knew that the win was already pretty much put away
7: yeah obviously that's going to be the focus right now is playing in the second half Um, we know we got to practice better we know we got to finish Um, I know on defense tackling especially it is something we will work on And something we'll get fixed
2: all right next up Joey Kaufman Columbus Dispatch Joey you're up
7: Justin, um, we heard last week
2: uh, about you being unable to play due to the, the false positive test. What was kind of your issue in week one, and what did, have what did the last uh, two weeks been like for you not being able to play until this week?
7: Yeah, week one, I kind of had a little minor injury that kind of set me back a little bit. But um, week two, I was ready to go until, I guess, the morning of the game, Saturday morning. We have the um, kind of easy 15-minute test. That came back positive, went straight to the hospital, did the um, the more in-depth, I think, PCR tests, and that came back um, – both came back negative. So, um, yeah, it was a tough process. Obviously, that was my last time being able to play Penn State. Um, yeah, it sucks, but, you know, we're moving on.
2: Okay, we'll go next to Nathan Barrett from Cleveland.com. Nathan.
6: Justin, are you mad? Were you upset that, that, to have that game taken away from you last week and especially considering that uh, – you got, you know, you were, you did pass the test. It seemed like what the protocol would have been set up to, to let you play and you still couldn't.
7: Yeah, obviously, I was frustrated. I wanted to be a part of that big game, um, playing Penn State with my brothers for the last time. Um, obviously, there was frustration there, a little bit of anger, but um, that was set aside quickly because, obviously, we had a goal to win that game, and we did. So, yeah, we're moving forward from that.
2: All right, next up, Bill Rabinowitz, Columbus Dispatch.
5: Bill. Justin, can you just walk us through that, that play where you uh, stripped the ball and recovered it?
7: Yeah, that's something, that's something we practice on. The coaches do a great job of preparing us each week of different things offense are going to try to get us with. And, um, yeah, I was, I, was, I was glad I was able to make that play.
2: All right, two more questions, and we will start with Dan Hope from 11 Warriors. Dan. Hey, Justin, when you go through what you went through the first two weeks after everything you've gone through in recent years, does it make you
3: appreciate every game, every player able to make that much more?
7: Oh, yeah. That's been the whole message. Um, something I've been trying to preach whole season is just trying to get some of these younger guys, even some older guys, to realize, you know, how short this can be and nothing's for granted. So take it. live in the moment and take every, every single game, every single practice, you know, do, do the best you can to keep getting better.
2: All right, and last question tonight for Justin. We'll go to Clay Hall from WSYX. Clay, Justin, can you describe the urgency
3: that you have to play with in this kind of small, uh, survive and advance kind of environment to 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 stay clean, move on to the the next week? What it takes?
7: Yeah, there's a there's a big sense of urgency. Coach Day has been um, hitting on that the whole the whole year. Obviously, we know that um, we can't miss a game. We can't be off on one game or we know, we know the consequences that can be. Um, so the focus is I don't even want to talk about any other game except for the next game because I believe that'll just keep our minds focused on anything else, one game at a time.
5: Appreciate it.
1: Yeah.
2: All right, thank you, Justin. Appreciate it. Thanks, coming guys. Up. Yep.
1: Next up, we hear from wide receiver Chris Olave. All
2: right, Chris, hey, thank you awesome. very much for joining us.
8: Yes, uh, we'll, start,
2: you. we'll start the questioning with Patrick Murphy from Two Four Seven Sports. Patrick,
8: it's another big day for for the passing game.
3: What's clicking so well between you guys, Justin, Garrett? Every everyone seems to just be a, a big part of this.
8: Uh, it's just so much chemistry along us. I mean, we worked all all off season. Uh, we got that uh, that long break. Uh, we didn't start to uh, about week eight, so uh, we we just kept kept. kept Kept connecting over the summer and uh, over the fall, and uh, it's, it's showing up in the, in the first three games. So,
2: all right, we'll go next to Bill Landis from the Athletic. Bill,
1: hey Chris, um, I, I know that the tight ends maybe don't always catch a ton of passes; it kind of varies week to week. But but what do you see when you're out there in terms of those guys and their route running and, and maybe opening up space for for guys like yourself and Garrett?
8: Uh, we got we got great tight ends and and Luke and Jeremy uh, Ruggert. Uh, we we've been getting the ball uh, to them a little bit uh, uh, more, so uh, I feel like they're they're good in the, in the passing game and uh, uh, they open up a lot of things for for us on the outside. So
2: okay, we'll go next to Doug Lamorese, Cleveland.com. Doug,
0: Chris, I think they you guys took a deep shot to you right after Rutgers tried the onside kick and and you guys recovered it. When they're doing all those trick plays when they have the ball and that kind of stuff, is there a feeling sort of on your offensive side of the ball like, okay, well, if they want to do trick plays, then here we're going to keep our, you know, keep our, our foot on the gas kind of thing?
8: Uh, not at all. I mean, we, we just want to stick to, to Buckeye football, and that's what we did. And we just uh, – we wanted to take those shots down the field, and that's what, we, that's what we wanted to do, so.
2: All right, next up, Dan Hope, 11 Warriors. Dan. Hey, Chris, from your
3: vantage point, in what areas have you seen Justin Fields get even better this year?
8: Uh, I feel like he just got more comfortable in the offense, uh, just getting all those reps with us on the outside uh, over the summer, like I said, and in the fall. Uh, our chemistry is down, and uh, we just got to keep getting better as the season goes on.
2: All right, we'll go next to Bill Rabinowitz from the Columbus Dispatch. Bill
8: chris just how much faith
5: do you have in justin to be able to, to fit the ball in, in such tight windows you know the touchdown pass in the corner of the end zone is one example but just you know how much faith does that give you in him or do you have on him and how much confidence does it give you that if you just get a little bit open the ball's going to get there
8: uh, that's that's the connection we got i mean uh if, i mean if i get open and justin going to put the ball where it's going to be and uh, i just got to get open for him and as long as the other receivers so
2: All right, we'll go next to Austin Ward from Letterman Monroe. Austin. Chris, on that particular play, did you did you feel like you were open? Because it looked like from up here, like there was no way that Justin could get that ball to where you were.
8: <laughs> uh, yeah, I feel like it was open. We's, uh, they ran a cover two. That was, a, that was the same thing we schemed up in practice, and uh, we brought it out to the game. And, uh, safety was still in his back pedal, and Justin uh, threw a dot. And, uh, we ended up connecting, so...
2: All right, we got time for two more. Uh, we'll go to Steven Needs from cleveland.com. Steven.
3: Chris, kind of to that point, what's the most impressive ball you've caught from Dustin this year?
8: Um, probably the one last week, uh, Penn State on the out and up. Uh, it was perfect. It was a perfect ball, but it was a tough catch at the same time. And uh, that was probably the best ball, I think.
2: And final question for Chris will come from Clay Hall, WSYX.
8: Clay. Hey Chris, a
3: couple of the guys before you said maybe uh, the second half wasn't what you wanted. How would you suggest, or maybe what did Coach say to ramp up the effort in the second half so that you finish just like you started?
8: Uh, we just got to close out the game. I mean, we came out, came out at halftime, thirty-five to three. Uh, we just got to, we just got to put a cap on it and uh, close it out. So.
2: All right, Chris. Thank you very much for your time. Yes, Congratulations on the game.
1: And finally, today, we will hear from head coach Ryan Day. Now, we call this show Land-Grant Holy Land Uncut because we bring you unedited audio of these press conferences, which will become very apparent early on in this segment.
2: All right, Coach Day, thank you for joining us. Um, If you'd like, we can open up with an opening statement or go straight to questions.
9: Uh, Yeah, opening uh, statement. I would just say that... um, that's you know, probably already been said, kind of a, a tale of two halves. I was really excited about the way our team came out uh, and played. You know, 35-3, to 3, really aggressive. I thought Camp we here. controlled the pace in that first half. Uh, and then... Brian's uh,
0: muted. We can't hear.
9: You got me muted there, I think.
0: Coach, Day is muted. Oh. Podium's muted, Mike. We can't hear the coach,
2: Mike. I know, I'll let him know. Thanks. Sorry about
9: that. No problem. Um, Yeah, I was just saying, you know, it it is a tale of two halves. Uh, You know, really proud of the way our guys came out and played, you know, 35-3 to at halftime. Uh, Really, you know, a pretty dominant first half. Guys played well. Um, And and then in the second half, just didn't play very great. Um, You know, some penalties, um, you know, some big plays, the the special teams. uh, You know, touchdown. And uh, we didn't close them out. Like we said, you know, we had some... Some other guys in the game, late in the game. And, you know, that kind of is what it is. But, um, you know, we should have really dominated in the first, uh, you know, five or six minutes of the second half and then allow some of our other guys to get in the game. That didn't happen. And um, so that's, that's something we got to get back and work on and, and look to close it out. And, uh, you know, not to make excuses for our guys, but one of the things that's real is, you know, you go up 35 to three and, uh, you know, it's whatever time it is, 8 9 o'clock on a Saturday night. The, the stadium's empty. There's no no juice in the in the stadium, and so we have to do that. We have to bring our own energy, and and that's a challenge for us that we've got to do, and um, you know it's something that we're going to really address this week and talk about. Um, you know, coming out of that second half, you know, we we did it in the first game. You know, I thought we we did a decent job last week as well, but but this week not, not very good. So uh, you know, we'll focus on that this week.
1: All
2: right, we'll open up the questions with Bill Landis from the Athletic, Bill.
1: Ryan, uh, how much had uh, missed tackles been on your radar coming into this game, and, and what did you think of that tonight, particularly with some of the guys in your secondary?
9: Yeah, I thought in the first half it was uh, it was pretty good. I mean, I thought we were tackling well and running the ball, and um, you know, I have to look at the film and see who, you know who the culprits were, but there were some missed tackles.
2: All right. Next up, Rob Aller from the Columbus Dispatch. Rob. Hey, Ryan, have you ever seen
3: uh, as many NFL throws from Justin as you saw today, and when did you know he was a generational talent?
9: Pretty early on. um, I knew he had the potential to be. Um, I still think he has the potential to be Especially, I still don't think he's there, but he's getting better every week. And um, when he puts the work in and he puts the time in to understand what we're trying to get done and uh, he practices well, uh, but but that's something that we're really going to strive for is is trying to become an even better practice team in all three phases. I think the better we practice, the better we're going to play. I think when you look at, across college football, it was a crazy day, and you know one of the things that I think happened this week was we didn't practice on Tuesday across the country. And well, uh, anytime you you change up a routine, strange things happen. And uh, and and I, and I thought you know for us to come out the way we did, that was great. Just disappointed about the second half. But we've got to practice better. Uh, if we want to be where we need to be, if we want to be a great team, then it has to, it has to happen, especially on Tuesday and Wednesday. Uh, and so that's something, again, that's going to be a focus this, this, uh, this week.
1: What about Justin
5: throwing those tight – hitting those tight windows?
9: I mean, you know, down the field, uh, you know, as good as I've been around. I mean, he's really accurate down the field. I thought the last throw to Chris, um, I mean, he made that look like it was a 12-yard out. And I got to look back on film to see where it was. But that thing had gas and it was in the hole and uh, it was one heck of a throw
2: we'll go next to doug lamarice cleveland.com
0: doug brian you sort of touched on this but in the second half early on maybe you had some couple first team guys on defense who maybe missed a few things later on you just had some backups in there who maybe missed a few things how do you differentiate the evaluation of that of uh, hey, maybe we gave up some points with some inexperienced guys versus maybe we gave up stuff with our first teamers.
9: Well, I, there's no excuse for anybody missing tackles, for, for one. But to your point, we're going to have to look at it on film and just figure out exactly what, what happened. Um, but our expectation is that you know when, when the second group gets in there, they, they pick it up from, from where the first team left off and um, and we pull away in the second half. That, that's the expectation around here. So if that's not happening, uh, then we got to get that fixed as well. Uh, but to your point, we got to figure out, you know, exactly where all that stuff happened in the second half and um, and then get it fixed.
5: All right,
2: we'll go next to Dan Hope from 11 Warriors. Dan. Ryan, have you ever seen a team
3: attempt as many trick plays as Rutgers did tonight?
9: No. No, that was, um, especially the onside kicks. It was like a New York sidewalk. I mean, they were going back and forth and back and forth. And I, and I thought our team did a really good job of handling it. Um, I thought we did a good job of handling the first throwback. I thought we did it, you know we were in a good spot on the second throwback, and we just didn't tackle him um it was just poor tackling I thought that um, you know we did a better job with pooch. I thought Jake came in and made made you know did a good job of getting the ball up in the air and he looked pretty smooth um kicking and then and then the, the fake punt because we wanted to be aggressive we knew that Greg was gonna be be aggressive with special teams, have some different things we didn't quite know is going to be all of those things, but, uh, but we wanted to be aggressive as well. And I, and I thought the fake punt really allowed us to kind of pull away in the first half. All right,
2: next up, Kyle Rowland from the Toledo Blade. Oh, Kyle. Hey, Ryan,
9: you talked earlier this
2: week how
3: almost just getting a game played is a victory in itself. Um, you guys were a little sloppy tonight. Do you kind of evaluate games this season differently as well?
9: No, but I hear what you're saying. Yeah, I mean, sometimes I go into a game and like, okay, if we can just win this game, don't worry about what it looks like. Let's just win it. And then you get into it and, and you just, you know, you're competitive. And so you want everything perfect. Um, but like you said, with, with so many different things that went on this year, uh, but that's no excuse. You know, we're, we're not making excuses at all. Uh, we we got to figure that out. We got to get it fixed. We got to clean up the penalties. Uh, we did have a turnover. And, and, you know, there's just some things that, that, that shouldn't have happened in that game. And, um, and that's where we grow. Um, we don't have the, the non-conference games early on to kind of build off of that. You know, the, the first time that some of these guys are in the game is right now in a conference game. And so, uh, you know, great great learning opportunity this week. We got to get on that film, get those things fixed, and allow our, uh, our team to build.
2: Okay, we'll go next to Bill Rabinowitz from the Columbus Dispatch.
5: Bill. Brian, you know that Big Ten teams are not going to just go toe-to-toe with you. They're going to try to mix it up with deception and trick plays. I'm not sure that they're going to do it as much as Rutgers did, but how much preparation will you have to do for that? And give your assessment on how prepared and how well you handled that tonight?
9: See, see, uh, the, the last part, I, I didn't hear you, bud.
5: Yeah, could you give your assessment on how prepared you were for what Rutgers did? Yeah,
9: well no, did? I I thought we did a great job. Um, you know, when you think about the throwback, the first one, we got it, we got it tackled, we got it nailed down. Um, all the onside kicks, you know, for, you know, we really did a good job there um, and, and handled it. I thought um, you know again the throwback got us and and we were in good position we just didn't tackle and then and then we had the fake punt so uh, overall I thought we were we were prepared um, and I thought we did a good job of it and you know the idea was they were going to be aggressive we weren't going to just be on the defensive because that's part of the part of the issue like you're saying you know that teams are going to try to steal possessions we talk about it all the time whether it's an onside kick a fake punt. Something like that. They're always going to try to steal possessions against us, and that's part of the deal. We can't always be like worried about that. We need to be aggressive. You know that's why you know we we did the popover last year. That's why we you know we did the fake punt today because we we also have to be on the offensive. And, and just because you know other teams are trying to do that to us, we got to make sure that that we have stuff in place um, so that we're not on our heels.
2: All right. Next up, Austin Ward, Letterman Row, Austin, Ryan. is it sounds kind of like a question I've asked you a bunch of times before, and you always try to appreciate the win and how hard they are. But how do you like feel right now about it? Because you seem unhappy about some stuff, and others you can kind of understand because of the weirdness that you describe. Like, how do you feel about this game?
9: Well, if, if you ask me at halftime, I'd feel really good, <laughs> and then uh, and then after the game, you know, it's like um, just kind of flat, just kind of flat. You know, I want to get on the film and figure out exactly where it all was. Um, and I think really we just got to focus on practicing better. And I think if we practice better, we'll finish better. Uh, but hey, listen, any win—certainly, like you said, any win this year, any conference win is a good win. And, uh, and there's a lot of good things out there. So it's not like we're going to sit here and talk about all the bad things. That was a good conference win. We're three and zero. We're playing good football. We got a lot of good players on the team. We came out and played really, really well in the first half. Um, but we're, we're critical, and that's a good thing. You know, we, we want perfection. We're, we're looking for greatness.
2: All right, coach, thank you very much for your time. I appreciate
0: it. Can I yeah. jump in real quick? Yep, of course. Clemson just lost to Notre Dame in double overtime on a day when Penn State and Michigan also lost. You guys can only control yourself, but when stuff like that happens, what does that just tell you about what this season is like?
9: Yeah, it's it's a strange season, Doug. Like like I said before, you know, it was a strange week. There's so many things at play, you know, and, and we've talked about this before is you know, you spend Uh, you know, in an amount of time talking about the testing and, 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 you know, avoiding exposing yourself to other people and the virus. And um, it's just, it's a different year. So, you know, we're just going to try to do everything we can to stay healthy again this week and and then go be Maryland.
2: Thank you, coach. Appreciate it. Okay. We'll have tough Borland up and that'll conclude uh, interviews tonight. Alright, Tough, thank you for joining us. Appreciate it. And we will start out with Joey Kaufman from the Columbus Dispatch. Joey.
1: Tough. Uh Ryan kind of brought up some of the, the issues you guys have with tackling tonight in the second half. What did you what did you uh
2: think of your ball performance there?
6: Yeah, I mean I, I think we started out strong. Um started out uh, the way we would want. Start out the game. Um, obviously it turned a little bit in the in the uh, in the second half and um, I, think, I think that just comes back to practice habits. Um, you know, stuff we do in day in and day out shows on the field so um, getting that corrected uh, and just be more conscious of um, you know all the steps to tackle and practice.
2: All right next up Brendan Gulick Buckeyes now on Sports Illustrated.
0: Brendan. Hey, tough. Coach Day told us uh, a couple times earlier this week that he was really focused on how you guys could just incrementally be better day after day, practice after practice, game after game. And I I realize this game was two very different halves, but how did you guys feel like you were better tonight than you had been the last couple weeks?
6: Um, Certainly. I mean, I think uh, coming out, we uh, played a lot of energy. Um, I don't know. I Hey, it's, hard to, it's hard to comment uh, on what exactly happened when you haven't watched the film yet. Um, so, um, obviously the first half is very good, uh, second half a uh, little different, but um, we'll uh, take it as it comes, watch the film, and get better from it.
2: All right, got time for just three more. Uh, we will go to Dan Hope from 11 Warriors.
3: Dan. Yeah, tough being a guy who's a free-time captain, how much of a responsibility do you take it upon yourself when Ryan Day said you guys need to finish stronger to lead the team through that?
6: Yeah, um, I, I will uh, be the first one to stay. You know, it starts with me. Um, you know, we kind of came out here. It's not an excuse. Um, you know, you're, you're up big at half. Um, you come out and you, you just kind of let the, let the left the took the foot off the gas and um, that starts with me that can happen um, so I'll take I'll take some of that all right we'll go next to Tony Gerdeman, Buckeye scoop Tony
5: Ryan mentioned that the the change in schedule this week no Tuesday practice I know that's usually one of your harder heading practices what was it like this week not having that and how did you make up for it
6: yeah um, very very different week. Um, coming in on a Monday, um, but, but um, that's not really an excuse. Um, you know, we pride ourselves on um, you know, being a professional no matter what the, the circumstances are. So whether it's Monday, Tuesday, um, coming out, um, working on your craft, um, improving on the things you need to work on, um, that's just really what we're focused on no matter what, what day we're practicing.
2: And last question of the night, we'll go to Patrick Murphy from 247 Sports. Patrick. Puff, Justin obviously has been through a lot in these last two weeks especially.
3: Um, what was he able to give you, and what does it mean having him on the field uh, with you guys at linebacker?
6: Yeah. Um, obviously last week it's just, it's just not fair. We were all we were all heartbroken for him. Uh, guy that's given so much of this program. Uh, you Just feel for him, but um, just the energy he brings on a daily basis. He's um, those those are the types of guys that um, you know mean mean the most to your program, and uh, he brings it every single day. So credit to him.
2: All right, Tuff, Thank you very much. Appreciate your time. Thank tonight. you, guys. All right, guys. Thanks again. And uh, this recording, along with uh, Coachiano and Rutgers, will be up.